Well, today we have, uh, we're going to be talking all about rehabilitation, which is exciting because we haven't done that in a little bit, but Sarah Robinson is back with us and Sarah, I always forget what your official job title is. You'll have to forgive me. I'm an outpatient sales market leader. Yes. And so it's marketing and there's all Mm -hmm. these different things that Sarah does and she's going and talking to a lot of different people and getting people to recognize that we have services here that are second to none. And with her, we have Lauren Zwickelmeyer, who is a physical therapist, and she is going to be talking today about vestibular rehabilitation. But before we do that, I want to... I want you to have an opportunity for both of you just to talk a little bit, introduce yourselves, and kind of like how you came into this profession and why you ultimately chose to work at Phelps Health. Sarah? So um, my background, I actually have a bachelor's in biology. Um, thought I wanted to do pre-med and changed my mind kind of at the pushing of my father, who told me I really didn't want to do that. Um, but coming back, once we moved back to Rolla from Columbia, um, being at Phelps Health just seemed natural to me. I mean, it's a great place to work. I grew up coming to that facility. Um, <clears throat> I love being there and interacting with patients and seeing the good that we do for patients in our community every day. It's true. And you guys are so busy all the time. We were talking about oh, yeah. that right before we mm-hmm. came in here. And every time I pass by the outpatient clinic, it's amazing how many people I see either waiting in the waiting room or getting therapy. And it's just so great that we have these services here. Lauren, so tell me, how did you decide to become a physical therapist? Um, I came into physical therapy a lot the way many do. I got hurt and a physical therapist helped me get my life back. And mm-hmm. I thought... I want to be that person for somebody Mm -hmm. and it combines two things I love, which is interacting with people and science and medicine and biology and all those really fun things. So how long have you been at Phelps Health? I've been at Phelps Health for four months. Mm -hmm. I've been a therapist for six years. Mm -hmm. And you're enjoying it. I love it. Yeah, because we were talking about just the different, it's such a broad field. There's just so many different, the variety that you must see. There's never a day, I would think, that you have the same thing. No, especially not here in a rural area. Mm -hmm. That's what, I moved back to Rolla four years ago, and that's been really fun about coming here, is that I do get to see a wide variety of people and conditions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's always something different happening. Mm -hmm. So we're again, we're going to be talking about vestibular rehabilitation. And this was something I don't think we've discussed on the program before, but there is a lot of literature that you have out there. What is it? What is vestibular rehabilitation? Vestibular rehabilitation is uh, aimed at improving balance and dizziness-related issues. Okay, so dizziness caused by what kinds of things? Lots of different things. It can be inner ear, eye issues, neck issues, issues with the brain like concussion and stroke mm-hmm. and brain injury. So. so it's a lot of different things. There's a lot of different things that can cause dizziness. So if you're experiencing dizziness to where you may need to see somebody else about it or talk about it with a healthcare provider, what's, what kinds of things are you going to be feeling? And how can you tell if it's just once in a while versus something you actually do need to go and talk to a provider about? Um, dizziness is a, there's a wide range of things that can happen. Um, generally, if you're having spinning sensations, if you're having dizziness at rest, um, 
if you're having anything that's invasive in your life and preventing you from doing the things that you like to do, mm-hmm. then you need to get it addressed. You know, sometimes it, lots of people have dizziness for just a little bit, like if they stand up. But if that's causing you to think like you're going to fall, if you're concerned about your safety, then you need to get it checked out. Mm-hmm. So if it's happening, like you said, at rest. So like if you're if you're lying down maybe and, and the room is spinning or something, it, yes. it's like a... I've only experienced inner ear like once or twice in my life, thank goodness. Because that mm-hmm. is just... It is... It's pretty terrible. It is. It's very, very intense. Now, are you guys talking about vertigo? Yes. yes. That's what I mm-hmm. usually think of as vertigo. Yes. Where the room is just spinning, 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 And you can't seem to get it under control. No. And, and so uh, some people deal with that more commonly than we realize. It, that is one of the most common form of dizziness. And it's one of the most intense forms. Mm-hmm. But it's also one of the most treatable forms. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So what is one of the most common concerns? Is, is, is it the risk of falling that causes the most concern if you're having multiple dizzy spells or in vertigo? In the older population, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Because in the older population, falls can be really bad. But when you're talking about vertigo, and when I think of vertigo, I think of BPPV, which is benign positional proximal vertigo, which is that spinning especially when you lay down and change head positions Mm -hmm. so that is a danger especially in older populations but falling but also if you've had it it's just it's really really intense and it can it's every time often it's every time you lay down or roll over and that's just miserable every time you lay in bed you go to sleep the room starts spinning around Mm -hmm. you like like nothing a lot of times people get nauseous and it's just not something that anybody needs to live with is there some sort of event that's a catalyst to that or are are some people just predisposed to have that getting older really mm-hmm. yep getting older can predispose you to it um, this is mostly something that happens in middle age and above mm-hmm. and um, sometimes a big blow to the head like like a concussion or something like that can can cause it so people that are experiencing vertigo or dizziness do they need to be referred to come and see you, or do you? can they just call and make an appointment? How does that process work? You need to go see your doctor. Okay, so your primary care is your first mm-hmm. stop. Yep, primary care. Sometimes uh, here they'll refer you to audiology or, or ENT, mm-hmm. and then, then they will say physical therapy is appropriate for you. They'll do them medical screening to make sure that it's nothing dangerous and that's something that might be able to be helped by physical therapy. And then they will give you a prescription and refer you to us. Okay. So person gets referred to you. Mm -hmm. What does that look like when they're coming for the first visit? What's the sort of common best practice? The first thing I do is I take you back and I ask you a really detailed history and I ask you a lot of detailed questions about when did it start? How do you describe it? What makes it come on? Is it present just sitting here? Is it present when you turn your head? Do you feel like you're off balance because of it? Do you have trouble walking? I get a lot of information. Mm -hmm. Then I use that information to plan my physical exam. And then I do a really detailed exam on you. And that leads me to what the core issue is. And that leads me to how I treat it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the core issues? BPPV, the vertigo one, which is um, that really intense spinning, mostly with head movements. A lot of time it comes on when you're laying down or you turn over in bed. That's probably the most common one. Other ones are concussion-related dizziness, Mm -hmm. motion sensitivity, 
sometimes dizziness happens when there's a misfire between what your eyes are telling you and yet what your brain is perceiving or what your inner ear is telling you and what your brain is perceiving. Mm-hmm. So it's like a misfire and what therapy does is makes that misfire go away. It's almost like recalibrating your system. Hmm. Meniere's disease and vestibular neuritis are two other ones that can kind of attack the vestibular system, and many people have residual dizziness after those sorts of things. Hmm. That's really interesting. Yep. So how successful is vestibular rehabilitation? A lot of times it's very successful. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, if it's appropriate for therapy, people get better with it. So what types, so let's just talk about like what that program might look like. Mm -hmm. What types of things are you going to do to help that patient for whichever case they're experiencing? It depends on the cause of dizziness. Okay. So for BPPV, I do certain head movements to, um, when BPPV happens, you have little crystals in your ears Mm -hmm. and they get dislodged and they can go and rest on the nerve fibers that send a signal to your brain that you're that you're spinning or not, that's where that misfire happens. So for that, I do certain head movements to put those crystals back where they belong. And with that one, a lot of times it's two to four treatments or it can be one treatment. That's it. I and mean, that's, that's how quick it, it can, that be. Is it can that be. quick. Yeah, we should mm-hmm. preface it. It can be it that can quick. It can be. For that, like I said, generally, in my experience, two to four visits is what it will take to, to resolve that. But it can be as little as one. It's amazing. You, if it's more complicated, then it's longer. But generally, it's it's one. So how long? Okay, so say someone comes in and is treated, and you get it back. They're feeling fantastic. You mm-hmm. fixed it. It's 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 doing great. Can they expect a recurrence? You are more. It's more likely to have a recurrence if you had it once, just like with anything. Anything, anything. right? If you've had back pain once, you're more likely to have it again. Mm-hmm. So. So yes and no, but sometimes we can teach them to do the head movements on their own, and sometimes you need to come back and get it rechecked out. But most of the time, it goes away for a good long time. So is this are these things that patients will need to learn how to do at home, like exercises they'll need to perform at home? Generally, yes. Okay. If especially if it's something other than BPPV, so okay. if it's one of those, if it's like a concussion related issue. Or if it's a motion sensitivity issue or an eye gaze issue, then yes, you have to do the exercises at home. And how difficult are those to learn? Not very difficult. Not very difficult. You've had it done? You had my, it done? My grandfather had vertigo. Yeah. So, so this is the only reason why I know what he had to do because of it. First of all, he did have to go and have a medical professional, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. make him understand why this uh, happened because mm-hmm. he, he was working too much. He wasn't stretching. He wasn't working out. So what he had to do was he had to start stretching in the morning. He had to start doing a, a workout regimen every single day. And guess what? His vertigo virtually went away. Yes. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, that's what it. That's mm-hmm. what will happen. Is it due to then to inactivity? Yes. It could be. And it could be, yeah. Yeah, but like she said, it could be an injury. It could be yeah. a snap. It's a snap just so fascinating to me, though. Like, I'm not talking injury so much because I understand that one more. But, like, how does inactivity For create some reason, this? especially in older populations, if they're sedentary, mm-hmm. it's some it skews their perception of balance and where their body is in space, and that results in dizziness. And I... 
my theory is, you know, if you've been in bed for a few days sick and then you get up for the first mm-hmm. time, you don't feel quite right. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's like that, but turned up to 11. Mm. That's my personal theory. Yeah, I mean. But it, we do know that it happens. Yeah, and I was thinking, too, like when you were saying that, that it's it's almost like you forget how to move if you're sedentary mm-hmm. like that. So if you're not if you're not reminding your body all the time, okay, here's how I balance, mm-hmm. it's not going to remember. That's it. That's exactly how it is. It's, it's just fascinating. And, yeah. and the first thing that my grandfather did was start trying to not move and not doing right, anything. Right, because that's what you think. Yes. That's because what your natural so instinct yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're getting that way, you're thinking, if I just sit still, it'll stop. Mm. Yep. Which is, oh, wow, that's it's really even cool. hard to sit still. I mean, sometimes yeah. if your dizziness is so bad, you know, you're doing kind of uh-huh. wobbly. You can't mm-hmm. get your bearings. Yep. So that's why it's so miserable and terrifying. Right. I mean, I know yeah. I had vertigo one time in my life, and um, I just knew I was having a stroke. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't know what was happening. I was right. terrified yes, because I couldn't stand. I couldn't sit. Mm-hmm. I couldn't keep my eyes open without feeling nauseated mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sick to my stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it can be miserable for people and to live with it for any length of time. I don't know how anyone can do that. No, 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 it's miserable. So when you're starting a program, let's just talk about physical therapy for a minute. Sometimes when you start the exercises, just in general, it may be uncomfortable at first in order to get better. Right. Yes. So is this one of those cases too, where some of the, sometimes maybe the, the treatment may make symptoms worse initially, but in the long run, yes. it'll it'll straighten out. Yes, it's just like when you have to strengthen a muscle. You have to make that muscle tired mm-hmm. if you want it to get stronger. And it's the same thing with your vestibular systems. You have to um, bring on your symptoms a little bit in order to recalibrate your system. But it's always within your tolerance. Mm-hmm. My rule is if, if I have to do exercises where I make someone dizzy, I always make sure that the symptoms last less than a minute. Mm-hmm. If they and I, I get my timer out and I time them. And if they're still having, if they're not back to baseline by a minute, then I say, that was too intense. Let's back it off a little bit. Mm-hmm. So and and reassuring them also that they're in a safe space, right? Oh yes. I mean that mm-hmm. they are. It is in a controlled environment that you're not going to let anything yes. happen or them. You know that this is something that you're. I think that would help too to know that it's. Um, that it's not a, you don't need to be afraid because you're trying to help and it's in a controlled environment. Yes, and I always start slow. I don't give especially someone with dizziness. I don't give them ten exercises to do that day. Mm-hmm. I start with two or three, and I make sure that they can do them perfectly, and I make sure that they're not too too intense. I make sure they follow that you know symptoms for less than a minute rule, and make sure they're not too intense. The only exception is BPBV. But that treatment, I pretty much always do just in the clinic. Mm-hmm. And with that, I you have to reproduce that dizziness to clear the crystals out. Are so people- that's where it's really intense. But, uh, but just like you said, reassuring them that they're in a safe environment, mm-hmm. I always say, this is going to make you dizzy. Mm-hmm. It's not going to last for very long, and you're going to feel better later. Right. And I think that helps, too, just having that knowledge. that Because sometimes, like Sarah, when you were saying you were experiencing, you didn't know what was going on. Sure. You didn't know when mm-hmm. it was going to stop. But if you knew that, hey, this is going to happen, you're, and, but it will quit, mm-hmm. it, it would make you feel better. Most of the time when I, when I give people information about what's going on with them, that's half the battle, and they feel better. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then we can go ahead and do the things we need to do to make it better. Are there anything that would impact potential recovery? Are there are there certain conditions that maybe someone has that may impact having um, a, a good outcome? Yes. Um, 
physical deconditioning, so being sedentary. Depending on the type of dizziness, some are more difficult to treat than others, um, depending on how complicated it is. Like if if you have a BPPV and, and there's basically six canals that you can potentially have it in, if you have it in more than one, that takes a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, medical conditions like high blood pressure can sometimes complicate it. Sometimes dizziness can be caused by high blood pressure. Right. So. It's, it's funny how the body's so connected, isn't mm-hmm. it? Oh, yeah. But, when okay, so say, because you're talking a lot about the older population. Mm-hmm. So maybe how do you even, if they've been sedentary for some time or maybe they feel like they can't exercise or they're, they're afraid to because of mm-hmm. certain imbalance or whatever the case may be, how do you kind of get them to take these little steps to start feeling like they can start making doing these exercises? Because sometimes I think it's just so daunting, especially if mm-hmm. you've been it, sedentary for some time just the idea of exercising in and of itself can be overwhelming <laughs> yeah somebody tells you to work out then it hurts <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and then yeah. you're like listen to them no, that's not helping me yeah. yeah so i always i keep it i make sure people know that they're in control and i make sure that people know that they um i always want this to be tolerable to you i never want you to feel out of control or like whatever's going on is intolerable and I start slow. I don't have somebody who's been sedentary for many years and mm-hmm. is having dizziness-related issues with that hop on the treadmill and run for five minutes. Mm-hmm. That's we, good. We start slow. We start with a gradual program and gradually yeah. increase their tolerance to stuff. Right. And so they, you don't need to be afraid, I guess is what I'm saying. no need to be afraid. That you're going to have these expectations and, you're, and someone's not going to be able to meet them no. because everything is tailored. We meet people where they're at. That's the, that's the value in in going to a physical therapist mm-hmm. and all the training I have is I, my exam is to, to see where you're at and meet you there and build up from there. Right. We custom tailor everything we do. And there's no right or wrong because no. everybody is different. Everybody is different. What, what might work great for somebody might not work great for another person. Mm-hmm. And we adapt to that. Right. Every patient gets an individualized plan. Of I know. And yeah. that's one of the things. And I had this in, in my, when I was looking at the outline for today, because that is such a big part of what you guys do that I think is just phenomenal that there is not it's not like you get this little manual out and you look up vestibular rehabilitation and then you're like oh this is what we do you know like for everybody it doesn't work like that because everybody is so different and what you guys do it's tailored to the individual for what their needs are what they're what they're able to do what they're able to tolerate and it's it's just so, it's just amazing. I'm getting goosebumps because I just think it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Because it's I do just, too. I just love it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's not about, the whole diet with Phelps Health, what I love about it is, is that it's truly about how do we help this patient get to where they, he or she feels better and is able to do the things that he or she wants to do. And that's different yep. too. Everybody mm-hmm. has different goals. Maybe somebody wants to be able to walk a little ways and somebody else is wanting to regain strength so they can get back to a, a high level of physical activity, like a professional level or something if from yep, an injury. To work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, there's so many different yeah. goals and every goal is okay because yep. that's their goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's, that's again. That's the value of what we do. We individualize everything. I want to know what's important to that person, mm-hmm. so that I can tailor my plan to meet their needs. Right. 
Right. And so do you typically, what are the kind of outcomes that you see typically, just in general? In general, dizziness, there's such a wide range of dizziness, mm-hmm. so it's, it's hard to generalize. But in general, a reduction in dizziness, mm-hmm. if that's your problem, um, an increase in steadiness and confidence in your balance, an objective increase in balance. When I put you through balance tests, people are able to perform those better. And an increase in safety. Right. Mm-hmm. And you just said something that was interesting to me, too, an increase in confidence and balance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Confidence is so important. It is a big, it is a big thing. I, I'll have people, I'll do my, my balance test, and I'll have somebody who looks rock solid to me objectively, but they report that they just don't feel right. They mm-hmm. feel like they're moving when actually they're not moving. So some of it is just making sure that they, that their body knows that they are steady. Right. And you're there. Mm-hmm. All the therapists and everybody that works there is there to help them and cheer them on and assure mm-hmm. them. And confidence is mental, too. It's mm-hmm. like knowing that I can do this. And you're there to reassure the person that, yes, you can do this. And I am yep. right here with you. Mm-hmm. We do these things in a safe environment, which is a good place to experiment and know where your limits are. It's just it's just so amazing. It's so like having a great pair of shoes. Okay, elaborate. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it has great art support. It makes you want to go out and walk. It makes you want to go out and run. Those kind of things start to, you know, come into play. True. I mean, I think it's so important that you, it's just really, really cool. What kind of training? Because we're running out of time. That's how quick these things go. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But what kind of training? Because it's ongoing. The therapist yes. there, it's not just a one and done deal again. There is no. so many different things that you guys are learning and training and going to learn at conferences and doing extra education credits for. How does that how does that work and why are you guys so committed to that ongoing process of education? Well, the first and very baseline thing is that um, I think therapists are naturally lifelong learners and we like to learn and we like to we like to seek knowledge. Also, they make us. We're supposed to get a certain number of continuing education hours every two years. Um, for training for this, um, most physical therapy schools offer like a, a baseline sort of um, education in it. Every vestibular therapist I know, including myself, has gone on and done extra advanced training in vestibular rehab. And, and every therapist that we've had in here, they've done advanced training somewhere. It's amazing. Yeah, like yeah. the breadth of oh, yeah. knowledge that you guys have collectively down there. It's truly amazing. It's, well, there's a huge umbrella under PT that I think people don't understand. Mm-hmm. All oh, the yeah. different, you know, she, Lauren touched on earlier, all the conditions that we see and that that's one reason why she loves her job so much mm-hmm. because not only is it so many conditions, we treat babies as young as a few days old, mm-hmm. you know, who may have torticollis mm-hmm. all, all the way the up way. through our geriatric population mm-hmm. who come in for vestibular or a joint replacement mm-hmm. or, you know, therapy after a fracture. Right. Um, so we see every age you can think of in any and every condition. It's truly amazing. mm -hmm. Yeah. And we've been speaking today with Lauren Zwickelmeyer and also Sarah Robinson with the Outpatient Therapy Rehabilitation Clinic at Phelps Health. You can learn more at phelpshealth.org. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You've been listening to Ask